Hello and welcome everyone to the Let's Play Supporting Screen Time Alternatives podcast. My name is Kristen Kalina and I am the co-founder of Mastermind Adventures, where our mission is to create fun, healthy alternatives to screen time for kids and teens. In this week's episode, I chat with Marty Ann Stanger, author of the Training Happy Hearts blog, certified educator, homeschooler, and theater instructor. Marty Ann's resourcefulness has helped her create the communities that her children need as they have grown. She gives great tips on how to create community for your own family with the focus on outdoor play. This episode is full of really useful information, and I can't wait for you to dive in. Let's get started. So hi, Let's Play community. I'm Kristen Kalina. This is Marty Ann Stanger. I'm super excited to reconnect with Marty Ann. Um, Kristen Kalina from Mastermind Adventures. I always forget that part. Yeah. I always forget to like plug my, myself. That's okay, you should um, plug yourself. <laughs> Marty Ann Stanger and I have been friends for many, many years. Um, we connected through the homeschool community and have been together on a number of different adventures with DIY Club and other things that we, you know, other homeschool field trips and things that we did together. Fond memories of the field trips. Many, many <laughs> memories. And I've been, a, I'm a huge uh, fangirl of Marty Ann. I think that she is amazing. She has a blog, which is... Training Happy Hearts. Traininghappyhearts.com. Yeah, or blogspot.com. Okay, all right. Well, I'll put the link in the comments. <laughs> okay. um, Marty Ann is a, a trained and certified teacher who then chose to homeschool her own children. Yeah. She, um, we're not gonna get into her whole backstory, <laughs> but she's fascinating. And if you have a chance to go on her blog and read about her, you absolutely should do that. Um, so, and, and then she, back when, what I knew that you were doing was yeah. art and nature hikes, and that's right. why I had reached out. But she's since been doing some other things, and she's very, very creative, and she is um, just really resourceful. And I thought that having a conversation with her would be great for you guys who are also looking for unplugged ways for your kids to connect with other kids and to uh, find activities to do that are offline and does not involve any kind of screen or video. <laughs> no screens or videos, much to my son's chagrin. <laughs> so thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. And um, so I kind of gave a little bit about your background, yeah. but why don't you kind of tell the community a little bit more about you? All right, um, in a nutshell, as she said, my name is Marty Ann Stanger. I am currently a homeschooler, and uh, prior to homeschooling and getting married, which came very quickly all at the same time, <laughs> I, um, I spent many years traveling. I was a teacher, um, I worked on a cruise ship, I lived and taught in Japan for five years, and then I worked a bunch of other jobs, always with kids, always with community, or teaching, one or the other. Recreation and teaching were kind of what I did for life. It's what I'll always do, it's my passion. Um, I couldn't wait to grow up and have kids and get married. And I did not know I was gonna be a homeschooler, but that yeah. happened and I wouldn't change that. Um, and so, uh, as you said, getting kids off screens, I am not opposed to screens. I just think they need to be limited. And so I do have one child who is kind of addicted and would spend his whole life on a screen if possible. So I spend a lot of my energy finding ways to connect um, with friends, friendships we've already established as well as making new friends that is off screen. Things right. we can do outside. And you had said um, art and nature was yeah. what you initially yeah. had wanted to talk about. Right, right, yeah. So talk um, about um, art and nature so hikes. Yeah. And so art and nature, I'm trying to think how many years ago it was I started it. It was only supposed to be a six-week thing. And what happened at the time was I had one child who was getting into art. I myself like art, but was never very good at it. Right. Didn't know much about it. 
and I had another child and myself who liked to be out in nature and I had a lot of parents telling me you know they wish they could go out into nature go for nature hikes but either they were afraid or they didn't know where to go or they wanted to do art study outside they wanted to do nature study but didn't know how to do it so I kind of let all those things gel in my brain and I said okay I can do this I'll just go out and do an art and nature class but I couldn't really make it um, a class where we were doing nature study per se and drawing things we saw outside because as I said I have no skill in that area so instead I thought all right well let's go back to having no skill the elements of design things like what is a dot what is um, a line what is shape right. what is form so I decided that I would do a six-week series where we focus on one of those things each week. And so, you know, something as simple as a dot. Right. Um, so for each meetup, basically, I used Facebook and I invited whoever wanted to come could come. And I picked a free place with parking because that's always important, you know, to have the freedom. It is. And yeah. <laughs> the free parking and a location and just told people what to bring. I brought some supplies myself, but I said, if you happen to have these supplies. So with the dot, you know, we went out and we basically talked about what a dot is and what, you know, you can have small dots, large dots, right. why it's important in art. I brought a few pictures printed out from the internet of dots in art. And then I said, well, let's try to look around. What kind of dots do we see in nature? So we went on a little scavenger hunt per se mm -hmm. to find dots in nature. And then I challenged each person to sit in a spot and create art that they were inspired by either with what was in front of them or something in their mind from our conversation. We created the art and then of course, by then the kids had talked to each other, the adults had talked to each other and it devolved or evolved, I'm not sure which yeah, you want to yeah. use, into a hut building experience. The yeah. kids got sticks, they started building forts and they loved it. Um, so that was week one and we continued on with the series like that each week and it was a come when you can. So if we had some people who came each week yeah. and some people who came once, some people right. who came every other week, just depending on what their schedules were. Um, and they did ask me to continue it. At the time, I couldn't continue weekly, so for a while I did it monthly. Um, and then life changes, yeah. needs change. Right. Um, so I kind of put the group on hold, but people still wanted the Facebook group. Mm -hmm. So the Facebook group does still exist. And basically now I either post events, community events that yeah. I see about art or about hiking mm -hmm. um, so that like-minded people, whether I'm with them or not, can get together and right. do those things. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, and it, it was it was fun. And looking back, I, there, I, I have not put every, pictures of every meetup on yep. my blog, but when I look back at the ones that are there and I think about it, it should have been called Art and Nature and hut building because that's what the kids really really liked they were, it didn't matter which trail we were on they'd find the fallen logs right. and the fallen trees yeah and they'd get together and honestly that was one of the things i loved the most right. was seeing you know a two-year-old and a 12-year-old carrying a heavy log yeah. together and putting it together and seeing the kids figure out how they could build it at that location mm -hmm. so it was just um getting them out into the nature I guess is the biggest hurdle sometimes yes. parents want a lot of times parents are reluctant to do something unless there's some sort of learning or skill involved mm -hmm. sometimes kids are reluctant to meet other kids mm -hmm. or to just you know you go on a nature hike with your kids and they're yeah. like mom how right. long is it yep. how long is it you get a couple kids in there and the day flies right so the art in nature was kind of a an amalgamation to help parents feel comfortable 
blocking off time yep. to go do something because their kids would be getting some sort of learning or skill. Mm -hmm. Kids feel comfortable even though they didn't know anything because there was that art first mm -hmm. that gave them some sort of common ground that they could then talk about. And then having the adults and kids just feel free after having done that to relax, to enjoy. I mean, we didn't always build huts. Sometimes we played in rivers or mm -hmm. creeks and yeah, one time there were some leeches involved. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, didn't know there could be leeches in this area oh, that's we got so off. Funny. But hey, that was a part of the hey, learning, learning right? experience. And we pulled the light off. We worked as a team. So it was all it was all that's okay. So funny. It was terrible. Yeah, I've had experiences with yeah. leeches too. Yeah, and, and like ponds and, and, and streams and things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Like, Oops. You're like, well nature. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so well, that was that. Yeah. Well what I you know what one of the things I really love about you is that um and I, I share, I can share this mindset as well. It's like, okay, I don't know how to do that, but I'm going to figure it out. Yes. And I think that for a lot of parents, um, the, the fear of this isn't going to be perfect will stop them from taking that step and being like, Hey, let's just, let's just go do this thing. Do you know what yes, I'm saying? Yes, I absolutely do. And there's actually, I don't know the real quote for it, but years ago, somebody quoted me something and it was in a religious context, but it was about how none of us as humans can be perfect but right. what we seek is approximations towards perfection oh, I love that. and that saying stuck with me approximations towards perfection right so i have my i also use a saying in my own head i always call it the ideal and the real yeah. i have my vision <laughs> of what i want to happen yeah you know frolicking in the woods everyone's so happy no fights no mosquitoes no right. ticks no no, no leeches, no leeches. <laughs> and then you have the real right, right and it's what happens and what unfolds and somewhere in the nexus between the ideal and the real is yeah. real life yes and it's it's beautiful and somewhere in the nexus between that ideal vision of perfection you have yeah. and the approximations towards it yeah. is where you go so as a parent I'm often challenged to do things I'm not prepared to do I, I, I'll hold this one of these lovely weapons yes. up yeah okay duct tape weapons yeah I never knew how to make weapons <laughs> I have it wasn't boys. on your top things of, to learn. Yeah, no, <laughs> as no. A woman in, in fighting, America. fighting, battling. Yeah. I actually, when I my kids were babies, we were going to be a no weapons house, no guns. <laughs> pacifist. You no, know, not total pacifist, but just peace. Yeah, you know? yeah. My boys like history. Yes, they love history, yeah. and they particularly loved the Middle Ages. Yeah. I wanted my son Luke to get offline because mm -hmm. silly me found a video game once on the Middle Ages yeah. as something for him to do when I was doing something else. I right. needed to do something else. So I'm like, oh, look at this cool free thing I found online. Yeah. Wouldn't you like this? Done. Obsessed. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Always wanted to be on it. So I'm like, okay, I got to pull him offline. Yeah. So um, one Christmas he happened to get a book um, called, I'm trying to remember the name of the book. It wasn't called Duck. Duct tape warfare, okay, warfare yeah. by duct tape. I'm sorry, I yeah. can't remember the name right That's now. Okay. I can probably get it to you later. Yeah, yeah. But um, so he got that book and some PVC pipe and some foam and some duct tape. And at first, no, he's opening his Christmas gifts. And he sees that, kind of tosses it aside. Because it's not so exciting <laughs> on Christmas morning, right? Yeah, oh, this hysterical. really slim paperback yeah. book, a little yeah. bit of duct tape. So what? Let me see the other gifts. Yeah. Well, then the next day, he's a little bit bored. So he starts paging through it. And he's like, yeah. This is so cool. Would you help me make something? Yeah. Okay. Well, mom hadn't really looked through the book and all right, now we have to go to Lowe's because now we need a special tool to cut right. the PVC the pipe. PVC. And yep. then my son says, Mom. Okay, now let me back up and say at the time my son had some social skill yep. issues. Um, and he also 
was someone I was always following around because I was worried about what might happen with him in a crowd because of his social skills right. issues. He hadn't really shown a whole lot of leadership skills. Mm -hmm. And he says to me, Mom, I want to start a duct tape battle club. And I thought, hmm, <laughs> approximations <laughs> towards perfection. <laughs> so I said, uh, sure, son, we can try great. that. Um, we're, uh, we'll put word out to some of your friends, and I'm not sure any of them will want to do it or will be able to do it, but we'll see where oh, it goes. Oh, they're going to want to do it for sure, yeah. So I said, um, actually, I wasn't sure they were going to want to do it because yeah. I thought, you know, Luke isn't the best leader, and this was something he was going to lead, not me. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, so he's going to lead it, um, and it's going to be a, a weapons club, and there's not always a lot of self-control happening there, and they're going to be beating each other up. Mm -hmm. So I was a little nervous about it, yeah, you know? Yeah. But I said, okay, well, let's... Let's go for Good it. To go. And so basically all we did is we talked to one or two other friends and said, would you be interested? And that's with a lot of the things mm -hmm. I do. I'll make sure there's one other person interested. Right. Then together we decided a day that works for that person and me. Mm -hmm. And that's another step. No matter what I do, I try to find one other person yep. and a day and time that works. That's a really good, that's um, a really good tip. Yes. I, know, I don't mean to interrupt you, no. but I know that that's a thing that a lot of um, the parents who've joined our group has said is like, well, my child, there's not another person who, you know, who's in close proximity. Right. So reaching out, they don't necessarily yes. have to be close proximity. No, you just as have long to find as they have the free day, the mutual space and the um, interest. Yeah. And so for this particular initiative, we didn't want it to be outside because we were starting in the winter. So um, my house is kind of small and not very good for groups. So I asked around and said to see a friend who was interested that had a bigger house that yeah. could do it. Oh, smart. And um, so in any case, then I had my son because he was the one who was starting it, write an invitation. Yeah. And I just sent I it out that. to people. Yeah. And I edited with him and yeah. we said what it was. And now, of course, making these things costs money, mm -hmm. but we didn't want to charge people. So we just charged them at cost. So what yeah. I would do, my part in it was with my son, we would decide which weapon we're making, mm -hmm. how much it would cost. Mm -hmm. And then we'd go to, um, we'd put out the invitation, find out how many people are going and let them know up front what that weapon would cost, then go to Lowe's, get the material. Yeah. And then at club, we actually, my son wanted this one to be just a boys club, which I was okay with, because um, some things you know, can be for boys and girls. And then there are times when boys want to be with boys yeah. and girls with girls. Yep. So my daughter started a corollary club happening at the same time oh, in the same location. That's great. But so what, and if the girls wanted to make the duct tape weapons, they would do it too. Yeah. And then as long as all the parents were okay with yeah. them using it together after the official club time, they'd all play together sure. with their weapons. Right. But during the official club time, they'd do it separate. So, um, yeah, so approximations towards perfection. Yeah. We made the weapons yes. and we followed, you know, we made guidelines so no one would really get hurt. Right. Um, and occasionally we'd have to stop and um, demonstrate yes. how to appropriately use them yep. so you can have a lot of fun, get a lot of energy out, but not kill each other. Yep. We did it for several years, I think it was three years before wow. we took a break. And in those three years, we only had one semi-serious injury. It wasn't yep. really huge. Um, and all it basically was, Oh, it was two years, I guess. My son is actually behind me right now. He just wandered outside and he's going. So it was two years that we did it solid and then we took a break from it. But when you make these duct tape weapons, inside you can feel the PVC pipe and then at the top has to be Couple just the foam. Right. And someone had not left enough foam. Ooh, yeah. And then they had found a new tape that looked really cool and like duct tape. But so we wasn't. said it was okay yeah. to use. Um, but we realized once it was on there, it actually was a lot harder. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And so, let me tell you, this particular sword has been used for years now, not yeah. just at duct tape 
battle club, but yep. in our family, in yep. daily play, yep. and it's still solid, yeah. you can see. So much yeah. better than any foam sword you could buy. Yep. Um, but I'll just hold a few of them up. You know, oh, we've got awesome. battle axes, we've got <laughs> maces, there's all kinds, we've got spears. <laughs> yep. And I never in my life, if you would ask me, even when I had my sons, if you yep. said, oh, will you one day be making duct tape weapons <laughs> and having your kids beat each yep. other almost to death with right. that, yes. I would have said no. Yeah. But it was great yeah. and the, the, the most heartwarming thing happened to me this summer is I was on Facebook and I saw friends down the Cape yep. had just had a duct tape battle club. Right. Yeah. Um, they've seen what we've done. A couple of them had actually come off Cape and been to our thing a few times yeah. and they decided to start their own down there. I love that. And it's not hard to do, you yep. know, you get the there is a book that goes with it, but you could probably YouTube some of it. Right. Um, we actually have to... a class. So Seth, you remember oh, okay. Seth, my 19-year-old, actually runs a class. At, if you're in the local area, um, on Wednesdays at 5 o'clock, we have a meetup. And we call it the Guild, the okay. Heroes Guild. But they, that's, oh, this is what they the do. Duct tape they make duct tape oh, okay. weapons. But you know, I'm thinking maybe we need to add a battle aspect to it because they're just crafting. I will tell you something that was hysterical for my Luke was when he first was doing this. Do you think someday there'll be groups doing this in different areas and they'll learn to <laughs> yes. play the same games yeah and then one day we could have a meetup yes. where all the different groups battle each other and we yes. have a tournament yeah and that was his dream and it yeah. hasn't come true yet so maybe we yeah, can make yeah. that come true well, our camp halfwood is something kind of similar yeah. to that but yes absolutely um, yeah but he was like picturing this yeah. that each club would have its own yes. thing with established games they yep. play yeah and then they'd all come together i have to so. tell you all about troll ball because i think that your son would be that, oh my yeah. gosh it's I bet a ball he'd like it. yeah so, yeah so yeah, next time you do a meetup with your group. <laughs> yeah, well, we haven't. We, like I said, we took a year hiatus because mm -hmm. we were concentrated on some other things. Right. But we've actually had requests from people to yes. start it up again, and my yeah. son wants to start it up again. Yeah. So we'll probably be starting it again. Awesome. And that's another tip I have for these things, like getting offline and getting outside. Yep. Whether it's at a friend's house or out in nature, um, having some set amount. Like we're gonna try it for three weeks. We're gonna try it just yep. once. We're gonna try it once a month. Right. And we're not gonna be afraid to put the pause button on it. Right. And even if we put the pause button on it, we're not going to be afraid to start it again. Right. We all know that people grow and change. Yep. We also know life changes, emergencies happen, mm -hmm. jobs change, mm -hmm. schedules change, and nothing has to be forever. Right. You know, right. It, and it can be for now. Mm -hmm. And another another saying, I have a lot of sayings that I use in my head. Another saying I use with myself and with my kids when we're approaching something new is, is this right? And is this right right now? Mm. Um, because there can be an idea that's right for us and not right right now. Yeah. That might be better in the spring. Right. Or it might be better next year when we're studying a certain yeah. topic. Or it might be better another time just because life is too full right now. Right, right, right. Um, so is this right right now is something Ooh, I, really I like talk that. about a lot. I love that. Um, so talk, uh, it's not on my notes, yeah. but you showed me kind of some of your fort building oh, yes, endeavors yes. and stuff with the kids. And so Marianne has some um, some land behind her where, where the kids can play and kind of build in nature. And I'll let her um, talk to you a little bit about that. Um, but again, kind of using the space that you have, use right. what you have around you to, right. to keep the kids occupied. So, so I don't have I don't have a big yard. My yard is quite small, but we do have wetlands behind us. And for years, we thought we weren't allowed to touch them at all because of laws. <laughs> um, but we talked to the conservation agent in town, and we know there's certain areas of them we can use. Um, and so I'm a big believer in what I call loose parts. I think these days things are often structured and everything has to be safe. Mm -hmm. So if you go to something you're paying for, 
everything there has to be safe enough right. that there's no injuries, no lawsuits, no insurance. Yeah. <laughs> insurance. I go with it all the time. So, um, yeah. oh, I want to do that, but I can't because our insurance policy so, doesn't cover it. Yeah. Yeah. So as you can see, like, but something like Duct Tape Club or Art in Nature, yeah. a lot of times when I start an initiative, whether it's a volunteer initiative, an initiative with friends, an initiative just to build community or something paid, I, um, I have something structured because the structure invites the parents in and invites the children in, right. like I talked about before. Right. And then the freedom happens after the structure. And people feel connected and they're free. Yeah. That's just the chickens are attacking <laughs> each other over there, um, which is a whole nother story. But um, <laughs> so what I like to do to balance the structure is at home I like there to be a lot of free exploration. Yeah. And that's where the loose parts come in. So we all have toys that have a purpose or even open-ended tours like the duct tape weapons right. they they kind of have a purpose they're right. an open-ended thing you can play your own battles with them but there's kind of a purpose for right. it you know so wood nails recyclable goods pieces of metal things other people would call trash yeah they don't have purpose right the purpose for most people is get them out of my yard yeah. or recycle them right or bring them to the scrap metal for money my purpose with my kids is let's get creative yeah. so whenever the kids have an idea I go okay go for it so with the backwoods my kids were wanting a fort I don't have the time right now or the skills to build this magnificent tree house like you might see on one of those um, special programs HD, on TV. Yeah, yeah. TV thing so I basically taught them how to use hand tools and saws and yeah. said go for it yeah it's still out there it's still not a fort but they have had so much fun and learned so many skills doing it right um, they cleared a path they started nailing something together they put something up on a tree it didn't work right they had to figure out how to do it again mm. Um, so many great skills yeah. in that, yeah. And then another time, my kids, when they were really little, we used to do obstacle courses in the yard that I would direct. And they were at a stage where they were wanting things like that again. And they'd seen a few clips of, uh, I'm trying to think of the name of the show, Ninja? Yeah. Okay, so American they'd seen, Ninja? They'd that, seen yeah. a few clips of that. So I said, well, build your own course. Yeah didn't get very far with it but they had a lot of fun and this is just another little prop I pulled up from the back doesn't look like much but it's just like a little balance beam and they had scrap wood and they wanted to have a balance beam so they built it they wanted to make sure their younger friends could use it which mm -hmm. is why it's so low mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but it was not gonna be challenging enough this way they felt if they mm -hmm. built it with legs because it's right. two so they did the narrow side um, and then when they were working on it they realized that there were a lot of splinters okay. and that their little friends might get hurt. And so instead of solving the problem for them, yep. I'd say, well, how can you solve that yep. problem? <laughs> and eventually, because duct tape is everywhere in our yeah. house, putting the layer of duct tape to protect yep. the feet came up. Yep. And then they decided they weren't going to do it on the edges um, because these are on the ground and less likely to hurt. But just the idea of having loose parts, yep. um, you don't need a lot of space. Mm -hmm. You don't need a huge yard. Mm -hmm. um, I have one, I tutor as well, and one of my tutoring students, we were talking about something and the mom said, oh, but I don't even have a yard. I live in an apartment complex and I did not know this existed around here, but she said they're not allowed to play outside in the apartment complex. Oh, no, yeah. what? Could not believe it. My jaw dropped. <laughs> like, I'm like, Like really? if you don't have enough challenges keeping your kids occupied, right. they can't go outside. Exactly. They wow, not that's allowed. awful. So I, um, I, I know a few locations around here and I gave some suggestions to her of, places she could go and right. feel safe like not way out in the woods right, with kid, right, right. but just go to play and some things you can do and I said you could actually have your loose parts in your apartment mm -hmm. create some things and then bring, bring them the buckets out. with you yeah bring them out um so I love that you don't need a lot of space there's I mean silly as it is and maybe I hope a lot of you who are 
who are watching have done this or have heard of this, but if you've ever made sponge bombs, you can just take sponges. Oh, I have not like heard of regular, this. You take regular sponges yeah. and you cut them into strips. Yeah. And then you tie something around them very, um, tight. very tight. So I don't know, have you ever made yarn balls? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's yeah, the yeah. same like concept of a pom-pom or a yarn ball, yeah. but you make it with sponges. Oh, cool. And then um, it can go anywhere. You could have a yard of any size and have fun with this. So on a rainy day or a day when the kids just need something to keep their hands busy, they can make as many sponge bombs as they want. And then and you go outside, great... you stick it in yep. two buckets. If you want, you can make them colored so you can oh, have teams. Yeah. Stick them in two buckets and the kids have a battle. Oh my gosh, so you're just you're giving parent, me so many ideas yes, right now. Yes. <laughs> and if you're a parent who wants to do something but doesn't want to put a lot of energy into it, can't do a series, yeah. can't do a whole <clears throat> series of meetup classes, yeah. um, but wants to entice friends and doesn't want to do something as elaborate as, say, a duct tape mm -hmm. battle club, mm -hmm. you could have a sponge war. Right. You know, you can just tell everyone how to make them. Right. Say all parents who are, you know, all kids who are coming, you have to bring five sponge bombs. Oh, yeah. And all you bring as the parent is a big bucket of water. Right. Meet at a field yeah. anywhere. Yeah. Someone's yard, some field yeah. out in the, and have a sponge okay. battle. Oh, my um, gosh. So I it doesn't take a lot. Love that. And kids, yeah. And that's like, that's really cool, too, for people who, are, we were talking about pacifists before. Yes, yes. That's something that's cool for pacifists, too, because right. there's no actual weapon there. Right. It's just... It's kind of like a water balloon fight, yep. but the, the the good thing about it is sometimes if you have a water balloon fight on public space, mm -hmm. they get mad because you get the all little, the balloon pieces, yep. and then it's not good for the birds. Right. The sponge bombs are great because yeah. it's the same concept. Um, it, there's not a lot of investment that goes into mm -hmm. it, and it's easier to clean up. Right, because you can probably get sponges at the Dollar Tree. Even. You can, and oh, you can yeah. sometimes, you know, like Ocean State Job Lot, yeah. anywhere, and sometimes you can get them with coupons, you know, three right. or four in a pack. I will say, though, get regular sponges and not the ones that have the antibacterial stuff in oh, them. Oh, yeah. I just find that they, yeah, yeah, yeah. they um, then you're not, not all, the the, right. not all the antibacterial ones are bad, per se. You right. use them on things, but some of those ones, if they're the cheap version, sometimes have like a chemical or scent mm -hmm. in them that could hurt eyes if mm -hmm. you get thrown in the eyes. Good so tip. just the plain sponge yeah. is good. Oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah, so you don't need a lot of uh, time, a lot of money, a lot of investment right. to get outside and have fun. And you can even do that with a couple of kids. Yeah, like, you can you do it, you can do it with your family, you can do it with neighbors, mm -hmm. you could do it at a family get together. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. Oh. And, and the kids like it, it's fun. And oh, it doesn't yeah. matter if they're two or they're 20. Right. It's, it's fun. Right. So. Yeah, and you said something else that I thought was really, um, really important that um, that I've had to learn, and um, and I don't know if you've kind of learned it yourself through your training or through being a homeschool mom, but like not solving the problem all the time for the kids. That's huge. Is huge. Huge. Um, it's it's really hard. It's getting easier for me um, to stand back um, and just go. Hmm. That's a problem. What are we going to do about it? It's, um, but it's, it's really huge and, and not solving the problem or knowing when to give the leading question. Right. And it doesn't matter if it's a problem with like with the with this, right. where it's like, oh, how can we fix that? Or if it's a problem with a fight. Right. Um, of course, you, safety comes first, yes. always. Right. And if you have to step in right away to solve a problem sure. because safety yeah. is involved, whether it's safety of emotions or safety of things, that's yep. important. Yep. But I do find, yeah, just being able to say, hmm, and to ask guiding questions yes. without, you can have the answer in your head. Right. But you can't give that answer. The right. kids, the kids, when they take ownership, 
it's so important. It's a, it's a life skill. Right. There's actually, I think you've probably heard of Destination Imagination. Yes. Oh, I love DI. Um, yep. So DI, DI, we've participated in it two years. We're still, we want to participate in next year, but yeah. we're trying to see if we can fit yeah, the yeah. pieces in. There's also, I'm trying to think, it's not, it's Lego, first Lego League. Yes. Is similar. And um, in those two things, the grown-ups are not allowed to do anything. Right. You are basically there just to keep them safe and to give right. them a meeting space right. and to be a manager, but you may not touch anything or do anything that's going to go to competition. Mm -hmm. um, I mention those, not necessarily so you get involved with them if you're watching this, but because their websites are great. And mm. you can you can Google Destination Imagination Instant Challenges mm -hmm. or First Lego League and look at some of the games and the activities that they suggest for clubs yeah. and do those things with your kids. And it will help you as a grown-up learn to step back i'm a problem solver yeah so it's really hard for me to go and when i see them doing something and taking like uh, sometimes Forever. with my own kids yeah. like two hours to do something that could be solved in 10 minutes mm -hmm. i want to say it but i have i've learned to step back and let them solve the problem yeah. and even um with friends you know as i said one of mine has some has had some social skills mm -hmm. issues um and has the isms different mm -hmm. isms and so it's been a hard road to navigate as to when to step in and when not. Oh yeah. Um, and I find there are times you do have to step in, mm -hmm. but there are other times with my own children, I have cue words for them and cue signals. So when I see something maybe getting heated mm -hmm. or that's going to cause a blowout, mm -hmm. I'll use those. Mm -hmm. And my children, I've trained them, so mm -hmm. to speak, to kind of step away at that moment and not to ask why. Mm -hmm. And then later we debrief it mm -hmm. and on our own and mm -hmm. we'll role play it. And so that the next time they're in that situation, they can handle it better themselves. Yeah. Um, and I, I do that. think, yeah. I think that's important. And a lot of times when you are um, doing activities offline, yeah. whether it's with a group of friends or with the community at large, mm -hmm. random invite, you'll find a lot of different personalities. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so it's important yep. to have some game rules when you yep. set out about what is going to be acceptable and what isn't mm -hmm. and what's going to happen when unacceptable behavior mm -hmm. happens. So what does um, that look like, the key? So you, you just have certain words that you use and your kids know drop this yeah take a, and take sometimes a break it's just a touch thing. yeah um it started actually not even with those kinds of things it started with interrupting mm. my kids are famous for interrupting oh, mine were too so yeah. we i maybe your listeners have mm. seen this <laughs> i bet this some trip, of them have <laughs> but um just the touching have you ever done mm -hmm. i don't know if you know no. the skill so if i'm talking with you mm -hmm. and my kids want to get my attention they used to in just plain interrupt. Sure. And then they'd go, excuse me, excuse me, <laughs> excuse me, excuse me, which interrupts as well. So I taught my kids to come up to me yeah. and go like this. Mm -hmm. And that means, mom, I want to talk to you. Mm -hmm. But sometimes mom doesn't get it. Actually, when they first started doing it, I'd brush their hand away, like, stop touching me, like, get off me. You're touching me all the time. So I, I trained you to do this thing, and now you're using it. So, because I forget, I'm like, why are they going to just stop poking at me? So I taught them that if I don't do that, when they do this, then I go like this. And that means mom knows your hand is there oh, and you want to speak and I'm going to give you time. Now, if I didn't do this, I gave them permission to take my hand and do this with my oh, hand, I which means this. mom, I want to talk to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then what would happen is when we're at a place where mm -hmm. I can pause, I'd say, excuse me a minute. And I'd say, okay, honey, what was it you wanted to tell mommy? Ugh. So it started with that so cue. Yeah. Now I will say, just in case you use that, it's going to backfire in the car. Because then in the car, they go, Mom, Mom, I can't touch you. So, so you have to come right, up with another we've strategy. we've got rules, rule follower children. I understand because you know, I have two of once these Once you also. train it, they're yes. like, Mom. Quick, quick funny story, something similar. When my kids were little, I trained them to, because they were runners yeah. and 
and yes, walk awayers and wanderers and, and distractors. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I trained them to hold on to the carriage yes. in the grocery store when we were in the grocery store. And then all of a sudden, because it feels like all of a sudden when your kids are, such, you yeah. know, all of a sudden they're they're 14. Yes, right? yes, yes. And the, my kids are big, right? So, so they were, you know, at one point we get into the grocery store and I've got these two giant 120 pound kids hanging on to the cart, <laughs> right? And I'm trying to move and I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? What do you stop? And they're like, this is, mom. this is what we're supposed to do. I'm like, you don't need to do that anymore. You're old enough not You're... to run away. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's, it's so it funny. funny. Those rule yes. follower kids, yeah. But that's that goes back to what we were saying before: seasons of life, <laughs> yes. where it's okay to know when to pause, right? So, but yeah, so the cues I use kind of develop from there, yeah. and I don't wanna. I don't want to say the specific cues I use with my sure, kids because yeah, yeah, yeah. those are between us. And part of it so is so you just choose a word. We like choose a, a word yeah. or a gesture, and mm -hmm. part of it is there so that um, we're not offending anyone else. Mm -hmm. So you know, say I see a situation developing where I know it's probably going to get ugly, I could go over and do something, and then my kids within a minute will quietly disengage, mm -hmm. and then it's all fine, and nobody yeah. has to. Right. be any the wiser I can yeah. talk to my kids about it later and yeah. it did take times where they didn't listen to me and things exploded mm -hmm. and then they said well mom how did you know and I'm like hmm, I don't know maybe I've lived a few more decades than you I don't know I, or I maybe I'm not things. you know sometimes when I'm in a situation I don't see it building right right but because I'm outside the situation yeah I can see it building yeah so um but yeah it's just yeah. it's important to know your kids yeah. and if you don't know the kids you're working with or the young adults you're working with to just have some ground rules set. How yeah. do we treat each other? What do we say? Um, it's also, I do find, oh, this is a good side point. When I'm doing activities, whether they're paid or free, volunteer, it doesn't matter, with groups of people that the parents are there for, mm -hmm. it's really important, I find, to let the parents know the expectation. Mm -hmm. Do I want all parents involved? Right. Is it okay for you to be chatting? <clears throat> and if so, how far away do you need to chat right, so you're right, not interrupting right. a distraction. us? Yeah. Um, is it something where, you know, I'll just take your kids and you go have fun? Or is it something where, you know what, I'm not an expert in this and if you're more expert than me, please feel right. free to interrupt me and mm -hmm. to, you know, just just to kind of let the other parents know what your expectations are mm -hmm. or what, what would help be helpful for you. Mm -hmm. um, because a lot of times parents That's really don't right. know what to do. So yep. many parents are used to just, I pay for something, I drop my kids mm -hmm. off, I go pick them up. Right. Yes. Um, and so if you're doing more of these community type things, yep. knowing what you're going to do, or if you're doing it with parents, making it engaging for the parents mm -hmm. themselves. I recently, um, a, a, I teach drama for mm -hmm. a franchise, but I also have a long drama background and someone asked me to teach a theater class, didn't have a space for it, I didn't have a space for it. I said, it's good weather, you wanna do it in the woods. Mm -hmm. She said, yes, I love that. My mm -hmm. kid needs to get out in nature. So we invited some other people and for that particular class, I talked to the woman who asked me to run it. I said, okay, so do you want, what ages do you want me to gear it for? How much nature do you want included? And do you want the parents included? Mm -hmm. And she said she would really like it if parents could feel free to step in and out. Oh, nice. So that's how, um, that's how I mm -hmm. planned the class. Mm -hmm. And I did have some parents engaged with part of it, but then they mostly chose to step out. Mm -hmm. There have been other times with the franchise I teach with when we have what's called Drama Mama and Papa Day. Mm -hmm. It's Drama Kids. It's a great mm -hmm. um, creative dramatics program where the parents love to be 
involved. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just, just knowing and letting the other parents know what they want. And oh, because I'm talking about things in the woods. A really great rule if you have, you're bringing kids into the woods for whatever, whether it's a battle or just hiking, is um, that depending on the age, they, if, if you have a lot of littles, everyone has to be in sight of someone else. So if you're on the trail, you don't necessarily have to have the back person seeing the front person, mm -hmm. but everybody has to be able to turn around and see the person behind them. Yeah. And the front person has to stop at every fork. Oh, nice. um, so that's a great hiking tip yep. just to keep safety yep. and then as they get older it can be for calling as mm -hmm. long as you can be heard because mm -hmm. you know as the kids get older they want to lead right. instead of you and they want to go around the corner right. but if they've gone around a corner they have to call out and you can just make it a call out hey can you hear me or you can be silly and make a woo 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 or whatever <laughs> you know like your signal call that that your war call that they learn um, secret messages so those are that. some good safety tips mm -hmm. for and of course if you're bringing people into the woods and they don't know sorry if you hear sounds in the background like <laughs> i just did my, trip over that. yeah guys he's good can he's I fine say, yeah. that my kids are having a battle um in the back with with Which laser awesome. tag i just don't want them to knock you guys are fine back. you're good so um but just make sure if you're bringing people out in nature even if it's in a field know what poison ivy looks mm -hmm. like that's huge because poison ivy isn't just in the woods it's right. often growing at the edge of a field right. um yeah. so that's another just silly side tip mm -hmm. the worst thing is you get a kid offline mm -hmm. and out enjoying these things and then they come down with right. a terrible case of poison ivy right right or you know tick right. bite or, or right. So yeah, 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 just be careful with those right. things. So make sure you've got your sunscreen yeah. on and all of those. Yeah. I usually try to, when we're going outdoors, I try to kind of remind yes. parents, make sure that sunscreen is applied. And I'll all often of that. bring extra. Yeah, just me in too. Case. Like, here it is. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So. No, that's a really good tip too. But I love the tip of making sure if you're planning for other people, set the expectation yes. out at the beginning yep. so that parents know how to be involved, how to be most helpful. Oh, um, and for community too, not yeah. only that, but like what to do with kids that are too old or too young. Mm -hmm. So if you plan something for a certain age, you yeah. have to decide as the leader or yep. the planner, the facilitator, if the other children can be involved if they're older or younger right. and to what degree or what those families can do. Because I really feel when you're trying to build community, mm -hmm. You don't want to exclude someone who has an infant mm -hmm. or has a two-year-old. Mm -hmm. But if it's something like right this summer, I'm leading just for a few friends, I'm doing a Shakespeare outside series. And we decided, because Shakespeare's kind of tough, yeah. that we would do it for eight and up. But a lot of our families have younger kids. So mm -hmm. I just told the parents, like the younger kids can be involved if they can handle it. Mm -hmm. But for this particular thing, I don't want them in and out. They either mm -hmm. have to be in or out. Right. Um, but I've prepared enough that I can pretty much lead everything. Yeah. So if those of you who have younger kids can just go a little ways away and do something fun with the younger kids, mm -hmm. that'd be great. Right. So just having, yeah. yeah, having something, knowing your space well enough mm -hmm. that you can tell people who have little ones or people who have older kids that might not be interested or um, what what's available for them to do so they don't have to feel like oh i gotta find something for this kid to do mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah that's oh gosh, another that. another good tip so we are i think 35 minutes <laughs> i don't know i'm like We've with got my glasses more my aging glasses <laughs> I know it's getting worse every I didn't used to need them and now like I'm not even used to the feeling of them on my face I'm supposed it's weird. to actually get bifocals now but oh, I just I haven't gone there I yet know. so any recommended like best books to read for parents or blogs to read or I will honestly say I've looked at a lot of books as far as like things to do with your kids outside right. things to do in nature and I often find they're very cliche mm -hmm. um, 
I find most of my ideas just because it literally comes to me in the yes. night, like I can't sleep yeah. and something comes to me. Or I've seen a picture somewhere, you know, right. on Pinterest or on Facebook or, or right. through a friend. Or there's a class offered somewhere, yes. but I can't afford it yep. for my kids. Yep. So I'm like, well, what could I do like that? Yes. Um, so a lot of the stuff for me is like that. But for books, as crazy as it sounds, picture books. If I have something I'm going to do, like for um, another initiative I led for a while was a Habitats group mm -hmm. where we went to one um, outdoor space. It's actually here in Middleborough called Pratt Farm. It's a space I love. And it has, it has water there, it has a field there, and it has woods there. And my kids were a little bit younger. We were talking about habitats. Other people wanted to learn about habitats. So we did a four-week series where we learned about a different habitat each week. Oh, great. And I used picture books. Mm -hmm. So instead of like going to find a specific picture book, yep. I just went to the library and I looked for things about streams, things about woods that were engaging and could be read aloud. Mm -hmm. If you're doing nature, crinkle root books are great. There's Ooh, a, there's a, I love um, the name of that. Yeah, I, Jim Arnosky is the author okay. and he, there's an imaginary character called crinkle root and we love that. But I would, I often would find a picture book when I'm leading something. Um, because even older children, surprisingly, even oh, yeah, preteens and teens, like to be read to yeah. and a picture book is quick so if mm -hmm. you're using something with a group the picture book can kind of give some information that you can then extrapolate from mm -hmm. for gaining ideas really i don't use particular books anymore i've i've been at recreation since i was a kid myself mm -hmm. so i know a lot right, right. blogs there are blogs i follow but um you know for outdoor ideas for little ones i used to there was teacher tom was one i used to like and i can't even remember i think it was called outdoor play but a lot of times now, because Google Images has gotten so mm -hmm. good and Pinterest is so good, yeah. if I have an idea in my head, I'll just look at it. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times I don't know a book to recommend until I see it. You know, mm -hmm. like the duct tape. Right, right, War right. It is, it's called Warfare by Duct Tape, okay. and they have a website too. Yeah. That was something I came upon, and then we just took off with it, right. and we love it. Right. Um, but otherwise, you kind of just get to know people who mm -hmm. do cool things yes. that you like to do. Right. And you share ideas. I remember years ago, I when you were starting your Nerf Bell thing. Yeah. I remember I sent you something on battle games yes, because yeah, yeah. I had found it and I knew you'd love <clears throat> right. it. And I just find that just that kind of thing. So I don't yeah. have, I can't say any particular no, you've books given or some, blogs. Yeah, no, yeah. you've given some good tips. That's great. Um, and so do you want to talk about, like, is there anything, if you're local, if they're local, like if they wanted to oh, yeah. come chat with you or um, find you online? Well. I'm on Facebook, Marty Ann Stanger, and anyone is welcome to private message me anytime. Um, as far as I, you know, or to if you want to come chat with me somewhere, you can do it there. I do have my blog, Training Happy Hearts. I will admit that right now, just because the way life is, my I usually just make a Sunday post, which is yeah. something to do with our personal family faith, yep. and then I also do um, usually a review post. Mm -hmm. I get products to review, awesome. um, and so I do curriculum posts for review. In the past, I wrote a lot more about special needs, particularly mm -hmm. sensory processing disorder. Mm -hmm. And I also often used to share small classes that I put together. Mm -hmm. So in the archives, you'll find the art in nature. Yes. You'll find the habitat stuff. Right. It's in the archives. But if you started looking at it now, you're going to get mostly faith and reviews. Because mm -hmm. I'm out doing all the time. I don't have as much time to yeah. write. Um, but I, And like I said, I do. Um, I am happy to put together things for, for free. I'm happy to help anyone. Like I. Every week I get someone saying, how do you put together a small group co-op or a series? How you did should, you do this? You should have a consulting business. Well, I, I've done consulting for free for many years. But <laughs> no, I, do. I mean like that you get yeah. paid for. Well, maybe I'll do that. But I am going to say one thing after the theater in the woods, one thing I would like to put out there yeah. is I am happy to do um, 
birthday parties, mm -hmm. get-togethers. If you don't feel comfortable leading your kids in something and you want someone to come in for an hour, two hours, or three hours and lead someone, I'm happy to talk to you about that, mm -hmm. figure out what your budget is, what you're interested mm -hmm. in, do that. Mm -hmm. And particularly in theater, I have years of experience in drama, but my favorite kind of drama is not get up and do a play. My favorite kind of drama is something called creative dramatics, which is more about using drama to teach um, skills, mm -hmm. whether it's problem solving, speech, just improv, mm -hmm. um, and doing drama games, basically. Yeah, yeah. So I did, as I said, I led that theater in the woods class, which was so much fun. Mm. And my husband was there and took so many pictures. Uh. It was hysterical. <laughs> so the pictures, like, they're so dramatic and uh. fun. But if anyone would like, in the local area, yeah. would like to do theater in the woods or theater in a field or theater in your yard, you can absolutely get yeah. in touch with me. Yep. I also tutor large groups and small. Um, so that's all like kind of paid stuff mm -hmm. I do, yeah. but I'm also happy to just share ideas. Um, if if I was in a financial place that I could give, and if my kids didn't need me so much mm. for their own homeschooling, if I could give of my knowledge to everyone freely, I would. That's why I blog. Um, you'll see affiliate links on my blog. Mm -hmm. I make maybe $5 a year from yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, most of it's just to share ideas freely because I feel like so much has been given freely to me yeah. that I want to give freely back to the community. That's awesome. So, All right. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Um, and thank you so much for taking time. I know that, you know, it's it's hard to find time in our busy schedules to connect. But I'm I glad was, I was this happy was a you great asked excuse. me because I got to see you again. <laughs> so I used to see her once a week yeah. at different activities. And then she moved her activities yeah. a little further away. And some needs and appointments of my children yep. changed. And so we got we, out of the yeah. habit of seeing each other. And it's been forever. Yeah. And I, oh, I love what she does. <laughs> and what your group does. And I'm always sending people that way. It's hysterical. Like, because I'm, for some, my, my, um, my husband sometimes teases me and calls me the homeschool evangelist because I will have people I've never met in my life call Facebook or yeah. email me to say, oh, I want to homeschool. And someone told me, you oh, tell yes. me how. Yes. Yeah. And, and then trying to find the trail of how they learned oh, yeah. my name. Yeah. But it's funny because then what I do sometimes, depending on what their kid's into yeah. or what their needs are, is I send them to her. <laughs> but I don't tell her. I just say, oh, you have to look up Mastermind Adventures. Yeah. So oh, it's really I funny because I, love, I, I love what you guys do. Yeah, so. thanks. Yeah. yeah, I told her she's my soul sister. <laughs> so um, if you are not watching this in the Let's Play group, um, then you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com. I think it's just slash Let's Play MA. I'll put the link in the comments. Um, you can see our website, mastermindadventures.com. If you want to contact me or join our email list, everything is right there. And we're happy to help. I hope that you found this video helpful. I found it helpful. I'm glad, glad that I had you. I kind of have a motor mouth sometimes. Oh, and I no, speak I quickly. It. So I hope that, you know, if there were any salient points that you didn't catch because of the way... I do things I can slow down. No, you did great. I just get excited about what it's I talk exciting. about. It's exciting. Yeah, so no, I loved it. I thought it was just great. Just leave a comment or a message. Yeah, leave us a message. You can alert me. I can. And then I will, I don't always, I admit, I'm I'm doing too much right yes. now. Yeah. So unless I know to look for something, I don't always get back. And I'll it's not because you. I'm yeah. ignoring you. Yeah. So yeah, tag me and I'll respond. <laughs> so, um, so. so yeah. So, and if you, if there's somebody that you want to talk to or somebody with a certain expertise you want me to reach out to, please let us know in the comments. We are happy to have these conversations. So thanks guys. See you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of Let's Play, supporting Screen Time Alternatives podcast. You can watch these episodes live every Monday at 12 p.m. in our Let's Play Facebook community, where you can also participate in the discussion and Facebook Live Q&A sessions and demonstrations. 
You can find me, Kristen Kalina, on our Mastermind Adventures Facebook page or by emailing info at mastermindadventures.com. If you're in the southeastern Massachusetts or Rhode Island area, drop by our game lounge in Nerf Arena and Swansea Mall and say hello. You can also find the show notes and a recap of every episode by visiting our website, mastermindadventures.com, under the parent portal. We will see you next week.